Hey everybody, welcome back to Giant Talk, the world's first OKR podcast brought to you alongside Koan, the OKR software. Um, this week we're back for another episode and I'm delighted to be joined by Mark Greenleaf from Victoria Plum. Welcome Mark, thanks for joining us. Hello Lawrence, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. The sun's out in Manchester, which makes a nice change. <laughs> um, so, Victoria Plum, obviously a, a household name in the UK. I'm sure every UK listener's heard of you, but we do have a large international audience. So, can you start off just by telling us, I guess, who the company are and who you are and what you do there, I suppose? Yeah, so um, I'm obviously I'm Mark. Um, I'm the head of business transformation at Victoria Plum. And we are um, an online bathroom retailer, um, which means we, we sell exclusively online. We don't have any uh, physical stores. And we've been in operation now for around about 15 years. Um, and we've essentially kind of started the, the online bathroom market in the UK, certainly. Um, and and it, it's a model that has been kind of heavily copied by, by our competitors over the years, um, which has led to the overall kind of online bathroom market, if you like, being, being highly competitive um, based around kind of price and, and promotion. And what we're trying to do is, is find points of differentiation um, in the user's online experience and the online journeys um, that are much more meaningful, much more customer-centric um, than, than just being about price and promotion. Interesting. So um, is, have you been in, in Victoria Plum then since their conception or have you joined recently? No, I've been here for about three years now. Um, I actually started uh, my my life here as, as head of digital products, so um, essentially kind of uh, growing a team of product managers uh, who um, think a lot about the customer, think a lot about their journey and how we can we can solve their 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 buying problems, if you like. Um, essentially, buying a buying a bathroom online is is quite a challenging process. Um, first of all, we have to inspire people. We have to we have to sort of um, demonstrate that we've got the right product for them uh, and the right style for them. But also, we have to make it easier for them to understand the the kind of the behind the scenes bits that they might need the the, the sort of the technical stuff. Because um, obviously, uh, planning a bathroom is one thing, but installing it is another. I'm so sorry. these are all things that we have to sort of try and engage with from an on, uh, like an online journey perspective to make it as, as sort of frictionless as possible for our customers to, to do business with us. Right. Okay, so head of business transformation then, what, what does that mean? Well, this is an interesting one because um, in my previous role, as I said, I was, I was head of digital products. Mm. Um, and one of the things that uh, from in that role, what, one of the things we're trying to do is to, to connect the experiences we were, we were creating and building for our customers with the kind of the metrics that the exec team cared about. Um, and for us, these are things like uh, AOV, so average order value and conversion rates. Right. Um, and to a lesser extent, uh, what we call carriage, which is the, the amount of uh, revenue we make on delivery, essentially. Right. So those are our principal, principal big metrics. Um, but what we were finding was that because they are so kind of um, open to 
so let's say influence from all sorts of places within the business. You know, the buying team might buy different products, which which influences our AOV. The, the we might change prices, which which in, impacts our conversion. We might make changes on the website again, which which may have an effect. Very often, what we didn't know is how and how big the effect was. So. Right. What we tried to do was to try and find more granular metrics that um, we, which indicated kind of customer behavior, kind of almost like leading metrics mm. that from a, from a user experience perspective, we could try and influence by building the right, the right kind of tools and features, et cetera, on the website, which would then influence, uh, again, a more granular metric, which then would stack up into one of the big three, if you like, that our, our execs compare, uh, care about. Um, and this was really difficult, actually. This was really difficult to unpick um, the, the, the more granular stuff from the big metric. And so we, we had a number of workshops um, around the business. And uh, as a result of that, we kind of went away and just, just by... <laughs> looking online for a way of better doing this, came across the, the concept of OKR. Right, okay. So was it you that discovered OKRs or someone else in the business? Yeah, no, it was me, actually. Um, and it was, it was, I think it was, it was a blog post, or that, then that kind of leads to more blog posts, and you, know, you <laughs> kind of follow, you follow the trail online yeah. then. Um, I then came across Measure What Matters, I think, as many people do. Absolutely. Uh, and, and read that. Um, and, and I suppose kind of uh, give it some consideration, thought about what it actually might mean for us, and spent a little bit of time working with uh, you know maybe half a dozen or a dozen people around the business just to kind of push and pull the concept. You know how would it work for us, given the fact that we'd had this kind of awkward period where we were trying to connect these these big measures these big three metrics if you like to customer experience i wanted to try and sort of you know pressure test the concept of okr so we mm. did that kind of very softly you know without without any fanfare around the business and it was generally felt that um whilst it can be a challenging concept at times the um it, it would have significant value um so after doing that i i encouraged my boss, the CEO, to have a look at Measure What Matters. Um, he read it, I think, on a flight to the States. And, and when he kind of got off, he, he sent me an email saying, um, this is great, uh, can, you, can you implement it? And so that's when I kind of became uh, interested in transformation as opposed to digital product. Interesting. So you were put in charge of spearheading the project then, were you? Yeah, yeah, essentially. So you, uh, your your head of business transformation job title could now be boiled down to to the OKR bloke, could it? No, I think we've we've very much um, tried to view it through a lens of transformation. Right. And the reason is that although OKR is a, I think it's a really effective way of connecting um, the. The, our colleagues around the business to our strategy and, yeah. and to effectively execute against strategy. And so I think we, we understand that that's a, that's a really important part of what we're, what we're doing to change. 
um, and, and I've certainly spent a lot of time kind of evangelizing the concept of OKR. What we think of it is as part of an overall um, journey of transformation. And the reason of that is that um, we, we firmly believe that the real value comes in a change of mindset and behavior and, and sort of broad business culture around the place, if you like, to unlock the true value, the true potential of OKR. Um, and, and in that, I'd sort of liken it to, you know, maybe a, a, a conversation that your listeners might be more used to, which is around, around agile ways of working. Right. Um, we kind of know that, and having kind of put agile into Victoria Plum as well, we know that actually if you, if you go so far as working with the engineering team and UX guys around agile, um, around the process, if you, don't, if you don't address some of the underlying kind of behavioral challenges, let's say, mindset challenges, you'll only get so far with it. So it's very much something kind of entering into this, um, into this, into this process I was aware we needed to tackle as well. Okay, so did you start on the, the transformation work before you actually introduced the concept of OKRs or was it all sort of done in one fell swoop? It was kind of organic, actually. Um, we, we introduced the concept of OKR whilst at the same time saying there's, there's an opportunity for us to evolve our culture. Um, and we were very keen for it. I mean, I work... I work within the exec team, so um, I was very keen that this becomes a thing that lives and breathes in the kind of grassroots of the business, Absolutely. as opposed to it being like kind of a top-down, we must do this thing because it sounds great. And, you know, whilst you know, I'm very much aware that it needs, it needs a kickstart and, and sort of guidance and leadership from, from the top, if you like, without kind of that grassroots engagement and real understanding and buy-in, actually, it, it's not going to have much life. No, oh, I completely, so, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's very much um, a case of saying to the organization, yes, we, we've got this, this thing that we believe is going to, called OKR, that we believe is going to um, really help us mm. to, to solve the meaningful problems that we know our customers have. Um, but at the same time, we need to we need to tackle the culture question. So, what I mean, what was that culture question then that you were trying to address? I think it's so we haven't got we haven't got a bad culture, right? Mm. You know, I think generally speaking, um, we we have good people who are, are very knowledgeable. You know, they they care about what they do, they care about the organisation. But I think we're looking for the extra, that extra piece of the, the puzzle, if you like, that, that gives us the, I'm trying to write, find the right words, but it's, it's the improve those day-to-day, those, those day-to-day conversations, those micro-interactions with one another that really o- open people up to possibility and curiosity. And yeah. from that, we kind of genuinely believe we'll find innovation. Um, and as I said before, we don't want things. If, if the culture's been anything um, in the past, it's been very much kind of command and control from the top. Right. Which I, I do believe kind of whilst can take us so far and, you know, we've, 
we've we've seen some sort of great growth in the business over the last few years. I think that kind of command and control from the top it it limits us because it doesn't it doesn't engage the organisation the the full kind of collective energy enthusiasm and experience and knowledge of the business. Hmm. I I completely agree, and I'm I'm sure you'll agree with me that most people, most staff, most employees, no matter the size of the team or where they come from have these sparks of innovation and inspiration within them, but they, they have to be provided with a framework and opportunity to um, explore them further, I suppose, and actually present them as ideas. Yeah. I mean, at the very basic level, you know, we, two years ago, we might have thought, right, we want to, we want to launch a certain proposition. The, the, the problem and the challenge would have, would and, and the solution, by the way, would have, originated within the exec team and it would manifest itself as um, teams having to do certain things it kind of removes in some respects the the what we're talking about before that curiosity that energy that that sense of um innovation yeah um from from teams from individuals so we're very much aware that you know for us to um kind of unlock that that nascent Kind of power we needed to think differently and behave differently and encourage a kind of a an environment where you know we 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 look we look for a lot of some things you wouldn't necessarily expect as well things like compassion patience being able to listen mm. um to clear one's own agenda and and in that way kind of bring new people's voices into it and i think you know, I suppose linking it back to OKR, what that does, if we if we can operate that from the ground up, it means that uh, we've we've got we've got genuine kind of commitment to uh, the problems we, we we want to try and solve, because everybody everybody has got a stake in it, um, in theory. So so yeah, that that we're very mindful that the the the, the greater part of this value will come from. Um, having more engaged, more fulfilled, more empowered colleagues. Um, Absolutely. And OKR is just the framework for delivery at that point. So I love how Coan is designed with the team in mind. The team is really at the centre of the system. Um, it's about helping the team and the members of those teams, obviously, to really collaborate on how they work with OKRs. I mean, there's, there's obviously full transparency across the system, which helps. And then the features that they have around feedback uh, and uh, being able to track uh, levels of confidence and so on and so forth around progress against OKRs. It, it's, it's amazing. And it, because of that level of transparency, it builds accountability and fosters some great communication. So, yeah, I love how teams are just at the centre of uh, the system. So how far? How sorry? Uh, how long have you had OKRs in play now? Then we're in our um, third quarter, right? Um, and so you know we're we're still learning in terms of the basic process of OKR. Sure, you know, yeah. we're not we're, we're, we don't by any means profess to be kind of perfect in this yet. And I, and I think what's been helpful is that we are trying to frame it as a journey rather than a destination. That this is something that actually we'll we'll constantly be looking at. We'll constantly be kind of reviewing it, how well we're doing it. Mm. Um, this isn't sort of a static, 
you know, fixed kind of endpoint we're going for. We we do accept that it's kind of emergent, um, and, yeah. that, and that we'll we'll improve over time. It's got to be um, an evolving thing for always, basically. Yeah, absolutely. You couldn't agree more. Because you know things are going to have an impact. You know the, the way the market changes will have an impact on the process. Uh, the way the company scales and grows will have an impact on the process. Um, all of these things, whether internal or external, can can mean that the process needs to run differently. Which is why it can't be a destination. It's got to be a journey. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah, and I think one thing you know again, I, I sort of touched on earlier that the. the the world of, of kind of retail and in particular kind of um, online bathroom retailing is, is, is extremely competitive. Um, yeah. And I think what, what OKR gives us and what this kind of shift in, in thinking and mindset gives us is a, is a view that actually we can create value for ourselves. Right. We don't need to necessarily be looking over our shoulder all the time at what our competitors are doing we should sort of build within ourselves a sense of you know, opportunity and resilience and grit and determination, mm. but match that with a kind of care and compassion for one another and our, and, and, and our customer as well. Yeah. To ultimately produce a better product for people. You know, and, and I think we see that that should give us a win-win. Um, ultimately, the customer is the most important person um, in this process, or it should be, because you know, they're, they're the ones that if we can really understand what they need, um, and for us to sort of respond to that in the, in the proper way, they'll, they'll, they'll reward us by kind of doing business with us and, and recommending us to their friends and family, et cetera. Um, so we, we do, we, we're kind of looking for a bit of a virtuous circle with it. Absolutely, yeah. Would you would you say that you face any problems with the change management and transformation whilst you were rolling out OKRs over the past nine months? Um, I think you know if I was to do it again from from the beginning, um, I would look to engage more before we sort of said right, we're doing this thing, um, right. and I think I think almost in our over enthusiasm for OKR. We, we sort of said to the business, here's this thing, we're doing it. Um, you'll, you'll start to hear more about it, but you know, that's it, we're doing it. And in some ways it kind of, it was a good thing because it meant that we showed our commitment to the process mm. and we kind of firmly, you know, um, you know, put that out there if you like. But what, what I had to spend quite a lot of time doing was a lot of one-to-one conversations, a lot of a lot of team workshops, um, just kind of exploring the concepts um, right. and the benefits and the reasons why we're doing it, just to kind of build that sense of buy-in and, uh, and engagement with the with the process. Um, so I think, yeah, I would I would have built that first. I think, um, but as I say, we we kind of we we probably we jumped in two feet with an abundance of enthusiasm rather than anything else. At least the enthusiasm was there. I mean, has, has this been a project that's been very much spearheaded by the um, exec team? Um, I suppose in the fact that I'm, I'm in the exec team and, and stand up in front of people on a regular basis talking about 
about OKR and, and increasingly culture, then I think, yes, it, 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 to an extent, it's, it's been led from the front. But equally, um, one of the things that I was really keen to do, as I said before, kind of to build that kind of grassroots buy-in and understanding of the process. Yeah. Uh, I set up uh, what we call OKR ambassadors. So it's, uh, I invited people to essentially kind of uh, become an OKR ambassador, initially with the, with the sense that they would understand what OKR is, be able to support colleagues in the writing of, uh, of OKR and, and you know, how they connect and so on and so on. But what, the, what that kind of group has quickly become is much more around how we generate really meaningful pockets of leadership around the business. Right. So whilst we've got, you know, well, I, I think what I would call it is bi-directional. So mm -hmm. the exec team can sort of um, evangelize, let's say, for OKR and a, an improvement or evolution of culture. But that's met from, from our colleagues, if you like, with actual practical uh, tools and experience, if you like, around the process. And, and, it, it, and, we, and we kind of meet in the middle. So, I think, I th yeah, I think the word I would use is bi-directional on that rather than it being led from the top. Right. No, that's, that's good to hear. I mean, you know, when, when we're creating OKR ambassadors, with our clients, we we never say, sorry, we always say that they should not be at like the C-suite or exec level. They need to be at a, a middle management level, really, for them to have the highest impact. Um, and and I think you've got that spot on by the sounds of it. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything; it's a work in progress, but it's one I think that people believe in. Yeah. And the good thing is that in I hear back now through you know just just chatting to people and conversations that that OKR is being talked about when I'm not in the room, which actually was a really, when I, when I first sort of heard that, it was a real kind of moment. Yeah. That, wow, people, people are talking about it. And, and, and the culture is moving towards it. Yeah, and yeah, so, so that, that was a sort of a real, a real moment for me um, a few months ago when I kind of started to hear the words being used without me being in the room. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's great. Um, what do you think the most successful impact of OKRs has, has been in, in the short time that you've been using them? I think a sense of empowerment. Um, and, I, and again, you know, this is a journey, but I think that we're, we're getting more and more of the business involved in um, creating OKR, but also you know, for them to be able to, almost the, the, the kind of task level, that they're able to generate ideas that become tasks that feed into the key results that hopefully you know start to answer the the objective at the top. Yeah. So I think yeah, it's that level of engagement that we're seeing that um, you know one of the I suppose one of the 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 most interesting interesting things is and it, and it's because I think we're fairly we're still fairly young in the process that in terms of the key results we're seeing you know, very gradual progression, if you like, as we learn more about the process and get better at doing it, understand the data and the measures better. What we, what we are seeing very much is like a, a benefit of the, almost like the network effect within the business. Right. So that kind of breaking down of, 
of silos that you know the functional areas that I think were were, were almost sort of walled gardens pre- previously. Right. What we're seeing is that because we're having very much like cross-functional teams working on OKR um, at the very very minimum, and this is a, this is a this is a brilliant benefit in its own right, is that it's it's generating stimulating meaningful conversations with 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 between people who wouldn't ordinarily talk to one another. Yeah, that's really um, good. And so even the, you know, you know, they, they understand a little bit more about that person's work and what they're doing and their team and their function and their, you know, their day-to-day. It, again, coming back to culture, what that does is it creates a sense of, you know, belonging, share experience, um, empathy, and all those sorts of things. And there's almost like a social, a social credit that builds up between mm. these teams as they work that actually you know whereas before there might be a bit of friction a bit of you know i'm not going to do it for them because i'm too busy doing this thing for me and um so what we're seeing now is like because those those kind of edges have been blurred between teams between functional teams that um that we're learning about one another um more yeah, that's really important, um, especially as you start to scale it more. That'll have such a positive impact, both on the growth of the company, but also the culture within the company. Yeah, absolutely. That's really interesting. So finally, Mark, what, what would the one piece of advice be that you uh, would give to an individual or a company that's about to kick off their OKR journey? I think recognise that it's not necessarily just about OKR. Yeah. You know, I think I think we can get obsessed by these these terms, and you know, I am a complete evangelist for the, for the actual process of OKR, the, the concept of it. But yeah. I think what we need to understand is that, or I encourage people to explore, is that it's it's about much more than that. It's about how we can power up our organisations from a culture and a mindset and a behaviour perspective. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's where you've got to start, actually. Yeah, absolutely. You've certainly got to have it in mind when you're planning your rollout because uh, it sounds like you guys were sensible. You did, you did a, you did a pilot, didn't you? Um, which which department did you do the pilot in? Well, yeah, I mean, we we did do a pilot, and I think the the, the challenge we had because we did it with the exec team to start with, right? Um, and the reason we did it that way is because we kind of came at it. Um, already through our year. So we started in uh, April last year. And for us, that's already two months into our financial year. Mm. So we had a load of stuff um, already planned strategically, you know, in the pipeline per, de- per department in terms of, you know, initiatives and, and plans and stuff we were going to do. So we had a little bit of a, a, a challenging start, let's say, because we'd spent a a great deal of time trying to almost retrofit OKR into kind of our previous planning. Yeah. And, and that was, that was, we learned a lot, let's say, um, yeah. of how not to do things more than anything. <laughs> um, it's just as important sometimes Tesla and adapt. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, we we're always very aware that we were doing that. We were kind of doing this retrofit process. Yeah. Um, and, and gradually, as we kind of progressed through to kind of Q3, Q4, we were able to sort of uncouple ourselves from that, that previous year's kind of strategy and planning because more and more stuff kind of got ticked off and more or, or 
or binned, if you like. And um, we were able to then look at things afresh. And so much so, actually, that we used the, the method of, of OKR to kind of steer our strategic planning for FY21, which for us starts actually next week. Right. So we, we actually started that um, about last October, which, which kind of broadly fits with our kind of budget planning cycle. Yeah. But again, that was sort of an encouraging thing for us that we actually were able to use the concept of OKR to actually layer in to the, the meaningful things that we were looking at from a, from a strategy perspective, knowing that we we're going to use OKR as a method of execution. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we kind of we set up in a much, much sort of stronger position going into our new year, if you like, mm. um, having kind of laid the groundwork for, for it from an OKR perspective. Real. Well, Mark, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's been really interesting to hear your guys' story about how OKLs have gone, and, and I'm glad to hear that it's going successfully, and I think continued success is on the horizon by the sounds of it with OKLs. Hopefully, yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks again to everybody listening. Uh, don't forget to let us know your thoughts and comments by uh, the hashtag Giant Talk. Um, if there's anything you'd like us to talk about let us know if there's anybody you'd like us to talk to then please do let us know and we'll reach out to them Um, but until next time enjoy your week and we'll speak to you again later cheers bye